Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM digital three CR dot org dot au. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. For those listening on a Sunday, thanks to the crew from Out of the Blue, diving deep for the marine news as they do every Sunday from eleven thirty till noon. There's lots of ways to get in touch with this show, and it looks like it could be one where that's going to happen today. So you can email out of the pan 855 at gmail.com, text 61401-078-981. You can um, look for me on Facebook, Sally Goldner, or look for three, Out of the Pan's page, Out of the Pan, 3CR, 855 AM, Melbourne, or you can tweet at Sal Gold Said So, and that's the bottom line. Opened up today with Midnight Oil from their live album, um, Screaming Blue, from uh, 1992. And that track recorded at the classic um, early 1980s, 82-ish, 83 concert at the Capitol Theatre. Brave Faces, originally off the place without a postcard album. Well, Midnight Oil are one of my favourite bands, and I have decided to just uh, boost with the show with some of my favourite things today. Because I've got to be honest, I'm a little teensy-beensy bit nervous about the conversation that we, I'm going to have today um, in terms of lateral violence and, and huge trigger warnings right off the start um, for Mensch for this topic. I mean, it is a difficult one. It's an emotional one, but it's time has come to be talked about in detail. And um, there also will be mention, possible, of likely mention of domestic violence and some degree of discussion of that. I'll tell you why as we go along. So, um, yeah, lateral violence, an issue that does seem to be affecting um, both trans and gender diverse type communities and, well, we'll say GLBTI to be prescriptive, not descriptive, but it happens in others as well. Um, I can only really talk about the ones that with which I identify, of course, but also ones that I might be um, considered um, reasonably um, able to talk about. I can't talk about ones that I don't identify with or which are not mine. Um, they may be parallels um, for some of those other communities. Um, if that's someone can take something away from the show today, um, then that's a bonus. Um, that if it's not um, to do with GLBTI-ish. Um, but it's got to be talked about. What's prompted me to talk about it today is a few things. This has been building... For a few months, personally, which I am going to talk about, which is why I'm having some deep breaths, um, but also credit to Kelly Glanny, New South Wales-based um, trans person, who has tried to push this a lot too. And you know, I was thinking as I came in this morning, well, in a way, this show started because what could have been lateral violence, um, 
Another community radio station supported a transphobic television program, which is why I left it and ended up here and have been for just over 10 years. Um, so it's been talking about this in a way for a long time. Um, is And um, it's an issue that, as I say, we have to face um, so I want to talk about why we might not talk about it and how we can get over that, how better to talk about it and what we can do about its effects and possibly also preventing it amongst other things. But I'd really like people's comments and it is worth noting that um, since I posted just under an hour ago already four comments under my Facebook post about this. What is lateral violence? In case people haven't heard the term, let's go with Wikipedia Displaced violence directed against one's own peers rather than one's true adversaries. And I think that's a really helpful definition. Um, And then the second sentence of Wikipedia's entry on this under lateral violence. Construct used often in explaining minority on minority violence violence in developed nations. Um, And um, it is a real issue. So what's that about? Um, it's often also described as where people turn on one another and hate and prejudice within a grouping. And we're going to look at this today, as I say, from both within trans and individual groups, but also across the grouping that is DLBTI and similar. Why don't we talk about it? I think we've got to get that out of the way first so we can talk about it. I think that part of the issue here and I'm not one thing I'm going to say also I should say off the bat before I dive in further I'm not saying I've got all the answers on this one it's a big complex issue but I figured if we don't start the conversation we're not going to find uh, more answers and better better alternatives so um, you know why don't we talk about it Um, one of the things that minority groups often face is that we're told we have to be perfect and that's a huge stress because no human being I've met is. I, I haven't met all 7 billion of us, but no, no one's perfect. We've all got our weaknesses, even if we have a, a, in inverted commas, weakness for just a moment. And yet minority groups are supposed to be because then we're told by those who would oppress us, well, if you're not perfect, see, we told you your people were stuffed, you're not going to get your rights. Well, let's look at that. Majority groups aren't perfect by a long way. Um, duh. So a bit of a double standard. And then who are these groups to tell us what to do with our lives and our communities? And so they're trying to use emotional manipulation. It's a sense of shame, ridicule are some of the feelings there. And gosh knows, trans and gender diverse people and a lot of LGBTI have felt those sorts of feelings, stigma, um, as well as many, many others, of course, um, over a long period of time. Well, that is um, not appropriate. You know, it's not appropriate that that things we need to talk about and resolve and make better for our lives and our communities are not talked about because someone else says so. So I'll just politely say, sorry, no. I could be a little more blunt and say to those people who would try to stop us having this debate, um, take a long walk off a short pier. I could have used two words where the second one is off. I'm going to be polite and not do that. Um, They're our communities, they're our lives. We've got to talk about this. There's also a variation on this that says, you know, yeah, people can't agree on every dot and comma. We're not going to listen to you. We're not going to give you your, your rights. Now, to some extent, that is true. You know, it's good to have a united voice. But again, we're entitled to have debates and we sometimes have to work through things before we can get to that united point. Again, let's look at the double standards. Majorities don't agree on everything. Heterosexuals, 
Christians, um, all the rest. But even some minorities don't agree on everything, and I am okay to use this one as someone of Jewish origin. Jewish communities don't agree on everything. There's progressive Jews and Orthodox Jews, but no one ever says to the Jewish community, well, we're not going to listen to you if you don't get your act together. Why is that? Because of a degree of, and I hate this word, but in inverted commas then, acceptability, and there's power and influence. Um, those sorts of things can shut up critics. Um, so, yeah, there's a few reasons, and I think the first part of this is then to say when people try to put this on and say, look, we have to talk about these things, um, there's a, it's, a, it's a double standard, we're not going to fall for them, and it's not your right to dictate. We have to be assertive, not aggressive. I was going to say t- um, tongue-in-cheek a bit butch. We have to talk about it. Um, but that, of course, leads to an issue then of, okay, how do we talk about it? I think that's a topic in itself. And so have some, we'll have some more music after, um, with um, one of my favourites. And I think today this one's appropriate. Um, it's possibly my whole life. But um, today, well, we're in a bit of uncharted waters. Here's Graham Connors with the title track of his 1996 album, The Road Less Travelled. 3CR, 855 AM, digital, 3cr.org.au, out of the pan with Sally. Able-bodied Australia does not realise that people with disabilities across the board are being discriminated against. Then the government to demand that we go out and get a job without removing the disincentives like the lack of access to transport and community infrastructure, without providing accessible buildings that can provide barrier-free employment. I'm not getting a fair go and I don't like it and I'm saying so. You're listening to 3CR, 855 on the AM dial. Like in Canada and in Australia, they cannot discharge tailings directly into the riverways. But in Pogara, they discharge their tailings in the waterways and they kill us and they say it's okay. You are just being killed for trespassing. Subscribe to 3CR bringing you voices and opinions the mainstream media don't dare touch. They have the exclusive right to extract the mineral below six feet, but that exclusive right does not permit them also to kill people. Who does the killing? The company has a specially arranged security forces. Subscribe today. Call 9419 8377. 3CR. 855am, digital3cr.org.au. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. And, well, today a bit of an alternative voice in a way, um, discussing things that other media don't seem to discuss. Um, And, again, um, a difficult topic. I'm going to give the trigger warning at the start of each segment, lateral violence, domestic violence. Um, If there is any distress caused by these topics, um, remember there is the switchboard QLife network around the Australia in Melbourne 039663 or nationally 1800 184 527. They're difficult topics, but I've got to talk about it. So yeah, in the last um, segment, we just um, I mentioned why don't we talk about it? Guilt and shame. We're told we have to be perfectionists, be perfect, just because we're part of an in inverted commas minority group. Um, which, frankly, is bunkum. You know, no one can expect anyone to be perfect. All we've ever asked is just that we the discrimination stops and we're treated on our merits. 
to say that we have to be perfect is not doing that. It's um, taking it too far the other way. And again, when are so-called majorities going to get it perfectly right? So, okay, we've hopefully removed one barrier to why we don't talk about this. Um, But what happens if we remove that barrier? It could be that we take the lid off a pot a bit. Um, We've got difficult topics, so we need to somehow, to me, it's not whether we agree or disagree or not, it's how we manage to disagree. And I want to dive into this a bit. Let's think about something, um, particularly I'll start this from trans. My guess is a lot of it would apply to gay, lesbian, bi and intersex. So trans people have faced um, discrimination from society and its big systemic powers, to name a few, health and medicine, police, courts and tribunals, um, media, religion. Um, There's probably a few to start with. I've probably missed some, but but that list is by no means um, um, all-encompassing. We've also faced a difficulty that some minority groups would either not face or face less of, and that's um, um, abandonment by family of origin. And so that's the difference. Then some gay and lesbian people might say, well, we face that compared to trans. We bring up the issue where we go cross-community, if you like, that elements of gay and lesbian have discriminated against trans. Um, worth noting that when Christine Jorgensen, the first, um, we'll say, publicised trans woman of this era, in um, returned from Europe having had surgery in 1952, she did receive criticism, including from one gay man who said, you were just a gay man who decided to get drastic about it, which is pretty insulting even by those times. Um, And, of course, bi people face this as well. The fact that the bi group in Melbourne, bi bi Victoria up till 2010, and since then Bisexual Alliance Victoria, is singled out for biphobic taunts at um, Pride March um, is is not acceptable either. And some of the people doing those taunts have to be gay and lesbian. Um, Or let's say there's a probability, I should say. I'll correct myself there. And that's not good enough either. Um, so it's about people, and I've got to give commendation to um, a couple of uh, comments under the Facebook post on my own page. Um, Gazer, who said insecurity breeds contempt, and that's a fair call. And similarly, Amanda, who said, as a fringe dweller and observer of this behaviour, I'm left feeling a sense of familiarity breeding contempt, and that same familiarity being a soft target for some to turn their insecurities on. Also, um, um, Erin has commented that we turn on each other when we feel powerless or not heard. Well, hopefully today, difficult as it is, if we start talking about this and others start talking about it, um, that um, we can at least empower ourselves a little. But it's about how we go about it. And it's understandable, given... Sorry, there's one more aspect of where trans people in particular have faced difficulty... And that is the fact that we don't fit into gender boxes and we don't therefore fit into the nice neat labels that says, for example, male attracted to female equals heterosexual. We've been left out of intimate relationships by a long way as well. And in an often binary society, that's a main source of strength that is gone. And so all of those four things lead what one thing. Um, one of the most 
critical aspects for good human interaction is trust. If we don't have trust, it's going to go down the wall. Now, look at the violation of trust of those four areas, society, family, lack of partners, similar communities that trans and bi have faced. I'd be comfortable enough to say intersex has faced to some degree. I don't want to speak for them, but I think that would be a reasonable observation. Um, No wonder we're damaged. And the recent Curtin University report, and there's something no one wants to talk about. I don't think I've seen one article in a a so-called pink media outlet on this. Trans depression rates four times that of the national average anxiety, 50% higher. That's a mental health crisis. But again, we don't want to be seen as you know anything wrong with us. Well, there is, and it's t- and when you've got a lack of support, when you've got so few health professionals who are remotely trans knowledgeable, and some of those are pathologising, and well, could go further. Could could it be possible they're trying to keep their monopoly on trans health care? There's a there's one to um, just have a think about. Um, we can't turn to counsellors. Yes. There's some improvement on all of these factors, but when we look at it's only about two or three years out of at least, if we use Christine Jorgensen as a marker, 1952, three out of 63, and of course trans people have been around a lot longer, it's only that we've just hit the crossroads. We are barely on to the right road. There's still a lot of stuff in people's rearview mirrors, so we need that degree of support. So it's um, very important that it happens but we've got to find ways to have debates safely. And, just you know, if we're aware of something for starters, then we can do something about it. Sometimes I can totally understand, given that depth of violation that people have faced, people have got into a habit, a, for lack of better words, glass half empty habit. We've forgotten to have faith, which is, I suppose, an opposite of trust. um, Sorry, there's something that is needed along with trust, an ability to see the world as better. So somehow we have to start rebuilding it. To some extent, we might have to rehabilitate people for those trans and gender diverse people who need hormones and surgery and, and or surgery. There's been a physical rehabilitation. Now it's time to do the spiritual, emotional and psychological as well. And... Um, it might even be called a, a habilitation as opposed to a rehabilitation if it's happening that someone can live their life fully for the first time. So lots to think about and start looking at some possible solutions. But also I'm going to talk why this affects me personally and in the next um, segment. So stand by for that. Let's um, have a listen now to Shane Howard and, um, well, um, a track from the um, the River album of uh, nineteen early nineteen nineties, produced by Mark Moffat, and well, let's get it flowing. Love is a river. Three CR eight five five AM digital. Three CR dot org dot au. Out of the pan with Sally. Three CR eight five five AM. Three CR dot org dot au. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender or body or gender identity or gender expression, and, well, pushing the boundaries a bit today. So the topics are lateral violence, and um, and a difficult topic it is, once again, the numbers for um, Switchboard and QLife 03 9663 So we've outlined the problem, its causes, how 
can we at least make a start? You know, let's get on to the starting line start. In the words of Shane Howard from the River album of the early 90s, get the river flowing, um, the river of love and the river of life. Well, um, there's there's no easy, there's a few thoughts. If discrimination is the cause of much of our anxiety and depression, the stress of having um, documentation that doesn't match our um, you know, to who we are in terms of trans, then, well, let's try to chop the discrimination off at the source, um, uproot the weed, so to speak. And I think lots of people are trying to do that. Those, you know, as, as an advocate, declaring all, dare I say with tongue-in-cheek, declaring all possible conflict of interest, I think that's one good approach. Let's change the laws so that we have birth certificates and forms that are flexible and reflect who we are. And I might hold that point for a second, particular point. Let's try to get more health professionals on board who are trans-knowledgeable and trans-sensitive and not pathologising. Just to name a couple of examples, let's get rid of sport exemptions that may limit our ability to play team sport um, in the law. And let's, of course, keep doing proactive, preventative um, communication, including training, education, other things where people have an understanding and you know, it's the you know we often hear the phrase "fear of the unknown." The more known something can be, there's less fear. So they're all good things. But then I want people to picture something. Let's say we had a magic wand. We did all that and got rid of every bit of discrimination. Let's go really big here. Let's go right around the world. Every bit of just I'll say transphobia for starters. But then um, we'll say GLBTI and similar phobia. We've still got an issue because there's this backlog an emotional backlog, the stuff in the rearview mirror that people have experienced. And it was interesting to note Argentina, which seems to be one of the leaders now in this area, after doing marriage in 2011 and a trans bill of rights in 2012, recently the state compensated a trans person for the suffering the state had caused. Now, I'm not saying that's directly the answer. Not you know, I'm not just saying throw money at it in that way but it's in the ballpark. Um, Jamie Gardner, GLBTI states person here in Victoria, said at a meeting late last year, the state has discriminated and taken from us and hurt us for so long. It's time it supported us and gave to us and um, helped us a bit. And so I'm not saying direct compensation, but putting, um, paying people to do GLBTI work is a good thing. Um, If we can do it proactively and more systemically, that's got to be helpful. Um, And it's not on our own time. But as I say, there's this grassroots issue. We've got all this pain, so how do we rebuild people? We're going to need to teach people um, communication skills, for example. It's understandable that, you know, the issues we face are very emotional. People explode um, a bit on one point. We're going to have to try to teach people to just... Be a bit, you know, maybe just, and this is a thought, be a little more aware. Or if some, if they're not, say to people, hey, understand you're passionate, but let's try to keep the debate calm. That way we'll move forward. Basic communication skills. Um, you know, we don't do this a lot in society generally for a group that's suffered a lot of damage or groups. Um, it may be one approach. I'm not saying for a second again, these are the whole answers because there's no such thing as that. So, um We've got to look at these things. And then as the commenters on Facebook um, have said, insecurity breeds contempt, we have to look at um, something that will get past the um, issues within 
the trans community, there's, um, you know, which I, for lack of a better word, call um, non-surgery stigma, <clears throat> excuse me, or non-binary stigma. That's not good enough. Um, we are largely in the same boat together, and if we're going to, if trans people are going to criticise elements of gay and lesbian for prejudice and stigma, we sure as heck can't do it to ourselves. But as these commenters have said, it is about insecurity. Sure, again, that insecurity came from society that said, oh, it's better to fit in and blend in for, um, and be, we'll say, a very binary, I think more gender expression even than gender identity. But we are, of course, finding now that more and more people aren't. 25% as per the Curtin University research, 33% as per Blues from Blues to Rainbows in terms of youth, which seems logical if gender is some sort of spectrum or kaleidoscope, uh, regardless of body at birth, identity and expression are not going to be male or female, but all other possibilities. So we've got to allow for that. Isn't that what we want? People to be themselves? And so it is insecurity. It's people who perhaps have been attacked for not passing. Now, of course, their feelings need affirmation, but we need to find safer ways to deal with them. And at the grassroots level, I don't like online myself. Um, I find it a very difficult place. It's well known that of a a communication message, 63% is body language, 33% is tone and volume of voice, and 7% is the words. And as stated, um, Kelly Glanny raised this point a couple of days ago on Facebook, and I tried to write something, and I didn't feel that it was working, which is why I've bitten the bullet and decided to talk about it on radio today. At least we've got... Um, what does that leave? 37% of the communication message. And it's not easy to deal with this. And I want to talk about this personally as someone whose head is slightly above the parapet um, in terms of these issues. Yeah, I cop it. And I don't find that easy. And earlier this year, I had um, one incident of lateral violence directed at me um, in my, as it happened, in my role in relation to Transgender Victoria And there's two things. I'm a highly sensitive person. I process information um, deeply. Um, So check out HS Person um, or search engine it for more information. I'm also someone with a recognised mental health situation being cyclothymia, which in simple terms is a smaller version of bipolar. And so if some nasty um, 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 feelings get into me, it's like a virus and it triggers the cyclothymia and it did. And I got very somewhat depressed. I'm not saying there was any um, self-harm risk or anything like that. But it got to a point where I felt so down by this that I almost started to walk away from involvement in the trans community and look for other ways to achieve my mission. And that's a really sad thing. And this is one of the effects of the lateral violence that too many people want to volunteer but understandably decide to walk. Who needs it? If the trans community in plain language was a workplace, it would be workplace bullying. And and Wikipedia mentions this. It's a reasonable comparison. And, you know, I struggle with this, Um, not only for the personal reasons, but it's difficult to keep finding empathy and compassion. And for the last few months, as I've recovered, but then other incidents have happened, I've felt like I've had a ball and chain around my ankle that is pulling me into a, a pool of quicksand and I keep having to struggle to get out. That's not helpful, and um, we've got to find something better, in my opinion. And it's not easy. When you've faced a whole heap of damage, 
there's not often can't be much room for empathy and compassion um, if you're trying to survive yourself. But somehow we have to start creating that space. I want to talk also um, about, I've talked largely at an individual punter angle, if you like, from an advocacy angle. We need to learn to, to build that trust a bit more. It's not easy sometimes to pick up a phone <clears throat> when subjected, excuse me, to extreme intense behaviours. I think we need to do that a bit more, or better still where possible. I know it's hard in this broad brown land of ours, meet face to face. Coffee can do anything, um, or something stronger, perhaps not too many. But um, even if you can't do that Skype, at least it will give a bit more of that 100% of communication. And we don't do that often enough. Granted, we're not funded, which is a form of lateral violence in the gel <coughs> against, or it's a form of discrimination, sorry, against the GLBTI community. And this makes getting us together difficult. But again, somehow we've got to find ways to try and beat some of these things. So yeah, it's a difficult one personally. Um, despite everything I do, I'm, st I'm still a person. And I think that we forget that the person on the other end of the conversation, whether it's as an advocate or as a punter, is um, someone who is still a person as well, particularly when we um, perhaps ring a service. So um, it's, an it's not an easy role, and I'm not the only person who has talked about this. I didn't get to see Daniel Whithouse's um, two nights of Who the F is Daniel Whithouse during midsummer, but I understand he talked about some of the incidences and when this happens over a long period of time, you know, you've got to learn a lot of ways to do self-care. And But it is can be draining. And I don't blame anyone who's got out. And I have some awareness that some people have left the GLB community in the last few months and have, let's say, done paid work elsewhere because they're a bit sick of the lateral violence. I have a very strong instinct that that's the case. If we're losing good people, then we're only perpetuating the problem. So we've got to have these conversations to turn it around. Um, not easy. If we don't have them, we've got problems. But um, you know, if we <clears throat> if we um, if we stay where we are, it's not going to get any better. So lots to think about. If you're listening to this show um, on demand or on podcast or the repeat on Wednesday morning, love to have your thoughts out of the pan eight five five at gmail dot com. Text 61401078981 um, via Facebook or um, Twitter at Sal Gold Said So. Um, so I'll come back and wrap this topic up. And uh, as I say, where can we move forward um, on the issue? Um, once again, if there's anything triggering, 0396632939 or 1800184527 on lateral violence um, if it is an issue. And you can call switchboard slash QLife. Let's see if we can get onto a better road. Neil Murray certainly um, is on one. Here's the Holy Road. 3CR, 855 AM, digital, 3cr.org.au, out of the pan with Sally. The recent devastating earthquake in Nepal has caused a massive loss of life and rendered a large number of people injured and homeless. The Nepalese Earthquake Relief and Welfare Committee is providing vital support to the relief operations in Nepal. They are appealing to all Victorians for support and assistance. You can help by providing financial support, working as a volunteer, or by promoting the appeal on social media. 
For more information, go to 3cr.org.au or check out the Facebook page, Victorians Stand Together for Nepal. The wall of sonic plethora. All the weighty sound. Strains the foundations of the apartment. The apartment apartment of of sound. sound. Once a week the weight. Will be slightly alleviated. As the engulfed pair play a smattering. Of the heavy sounds that surround. The The apartment apartment of sound. sound. 11pm Wednesdays on 3CR. Three CR eight five five AM digital three crorgau out of the pan with Sally on <clears throat> first broadcast on a Sunday afternoon on eight five five AM etc. Um, don't forget you can listen on demand and the podcast now usually up um, if all the things are working within a couple of hours um, of the program. Used to, um, um, the three CR boffins have done lots of system improvements. Just before we wrap up this um, issue of lateral violence, things that are coming up um, this week. TG Meetup is on at DT's the second Tuesday of the month. Um, check meetup.com. Polyvic Discussion Group at Palookaville um, on the <clears throat> um, Tuesday night as well. And great to have on Friday, last Friday night, and I forgot to mention it, I think, was the inaugural Queer Poly Gathering um, also at Palookaville, which will now be on the first Friday of a night of the month. Um, lots of interest. A few people who couldn't make it. <clears throat> Yours truly was up in the country. Um, so we'll definitely be at the second one. For trans and gender diverse people on the Wednesday night at um, 7 o'clock is the Anxiety and Depression Discussion and Support Group held in Carlton. Um, email um, inqu- inquiries with an E at transgendervictoria.com or 95176613. Bent TV on Friday night, also Provocation for the Kingsters um, at, on Friday night, Ausgender on Saturday, and that gets us through the week. So let's try to sum up this issue of lateral violence. We have, we, no one has a right to say we can't talk about it. We can. We need to set up safe processes. We need to reduce the ongoing discrimination. We need to um um yeah ensure people's safety talking about it and that's always a good thing to set up some guidelines rather than rushing in which may seem incredibly obvious that um for many people you know just trying to keep things less intense not directing it at people in particular focus on issues and not people um all good things to do and there's probably lots of them around the web um also yeah keep trying to find other ways where you can deal with um, things and change perspectives. There are good um, books about um, personal growth. Um, a couple of examples, um, Stephen Covey, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Louise L. Hay, You Can Heal Your Life. I'm not saying they're for everyone, but there are lots of books about um, changing perspectives, changing beliefs. Um, not everything has to be in a medicalised um, way. There's all sorts of counsellors. Um, Zoe Bell Gender Centre's gendercentre.com lists some health professionals, for example. So there are a few options to start with on the good ones. We need to keep developing more. 
All right, better get out of here and make way for freedom of species. Let's hope um, we get to be living in the present moment more and more as time goes on. Um, let's have a listen to one of the best tracks, in my opinion, of all time, um, from the Eagles' Hell Freezes Over comeback album of 1994, a Don Henley track of, I'd almost pretty much say, of course, let's learn to be still. Once again, if you need those um, supports for Switchboard 03 9663 2939 1800 184 527. Ida Hobbit Day is next Sunday the 17th. There's lots of events coming up in the next couple of weeks. Have a chat about some of the ones in the next week. Don't forget the Trans and Called panel Thursday night at Hares and Hyenas. Looking forward to that one. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.